3: Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode's going to be The Adventures of Wild Bill Hickok, original air dates May 9th, 1952, and the title is Alkali Justice. Let's get into it, and thanks for listening. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work
0: for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job, it's a calling, Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond.
3: Learn more at cbp.gov/careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com.
2: It's my little escape.
3: Now Judy's the life of the party.
2: Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the
1: bacon.
3: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>
0: Kellogg's, the greatest name in cereals, presents... Wild Bill Hickok!
2: you folks! Hold on to your hats and gallop along with Guy Madison as Wild Bill Hickok and his pal Jingles, which is me, Andy Devine. We got another rootin' tootin' Wild Bill Hickok adventure story for you. From the world's only darkened cereal, snap, crackle, and pop, Kellogg's Rice
0: Krispies! Today, Kellogg's Rice Krispies brings you Wild Bill Hickok, transcribed in Hollywood and starring Guy Madison as Wild Bill and Andy Devine as his pal Jingles. In just 30 seconds, you'll hear the exciting story, Alkali Justice. Say, folks, if you want to start the day out with a whooping big grin, have a bowl full of golden good Kellogg's Rice Krispies for breakfast. Pour on some fresh milk or cream over these little happy morsels and listen to their merry snap, crackle, pop, telling you how fresh and crisp they are. They're the talking cereal, and you'll have lots of fun listening to them. So get some tomorrow. Try them with berries or fruit or just plain. Anyway you have them, you love Kellogg's Rice Crispy. Usually, the adventures of United States Marshal Wild Bill Hickok and his big deputy jingles started with gun smoke and wound up in the courtroom with the criminal facing the judge. In some cases, however, events took the opposite course, starting in the courtroom and leading from there to action and trouble. Such was the case in the adventure Wild Bill and Jingles had with Alkali Justice.
2: Bill, his courtroom is a blasted powder keg. If Judge Thompson decides against Brad Bolton and in favor of Uncle Jeff Decker,
1: the doggone lid's gonna blow off this whole end of the county. I wouldn't be a bit surprised, Jingles. Bolton's got half the room packed with these riders. Yeah, and they're gun
2: to the teeth. And a meaner-looking pack of wolves I have yet to see. Let's look at them.
1: Yeah. But if they start something, you'll find plenty of guns ready to fight on Uncle Jeff's side. Especially if Brad beats old Jeff out of his lazy wire mm, You said it, partner. Well, we'll soon know. Here comes Judge Thompson to the bench.
2: Yeah, I sure wish I hadn't lost
1: my rabbit's foot.
2: Order the
4: court! Order! Ladies and gents, take your seats so we can continue the case of Bolton versus Decker. Now, uh, here's the way the case sets up. Jeff Decker, the Lazy Y, claims Brad Bolton and the Bar S has trespassed on his land for the purpose of grazing and watering cattle. Brad Bolton filed a cross complaint stating that Jeff Decker is not the legal owner of the land he calls the Lazy Y Ranch. <laughs> Order the court! This court finds no evidence to support the Bolton claim that Jeff Decker is not the legal owner of the lazy word. What? Now hold on, Judge. Order, I said. Sit down, Brad Bolton, for I find you in contempt. Bill, this don't look good.
1: No, but it looks right.
4: And this court finds further that Uncle Jeff Decker is right when he says Bolton's been trespassing. Therefore, Brad Bolton is enjoined to cease such trespassing and to keep his cows away from Decker's waterhole, known as Soda Spring. Here it comes, Bill.
1: Yeah, I'll be ready for trouble. Why, you all withered up, Measel, you can't frame me like this. Order!
4: Sit down and shut up, Brad Bolton, or I'll find you in contempt. Yeah?
1: I got nothing but contempt for this court. Order! Marshal Hickok. Clear the courtroom. Ain't nobody clearing me out of this courtroom. Now, hold on, Bolton. You heard the judge. You either clear peaceable or I'll take it up on myself to throw you out. Yeah, Well, all right, we're leaving. Yeah, look at him back down, will you? <laughs> yeah, but the bar edge is big enough to get along without the law and its blasted courts and weak-kneed judges. Why, you loud-mouthed hammerhead, Bolton. You ain't
2: nothing but a low-down, rain-stealing coyote. That's what you are. Hey, quiet!
4: Clear the court, Hickok. Jingles, I find you in contempt. Five days or five dollars. Oh, now, Judge, you're... Well, your honor, sir, I'm... Five days or five dollars. Oh. Hickok, you collect the fine from Jingles or put him in jail. Court's
1: adjourned. I'll take care of it, Your Honor. All right, clear the court. Go on, Bolton. Get your boys out of here. We're going, Hickok. Come on, man, outside.
2: Well, Bill, I guess we were lucky to get by without no gunplay that time. Whoo-hee! That Bolton's sure a loud mouth.
1: Yeah, partner, and you didn't do so bad yourself.
2: Oh, now, Bill, Shell I. Shell out
1: $5, Jingles. That's what the judge said.
2: Oh, but, Bill. Hand I... it
1: over. Or would you rather go to jail for five days?
2: Jail? Oh, doggone it, anyway. Here's the $5. Well, I was saving it to buy me a new horsehair hat band.
1: (laughs) Well, don't feel bad, Jingles. Come on out to Lazy Y and I'll give you some horsehair. Then you can braid one for yourself. Well, congratulations, Uncle Jeff. Glad you beat Bolton's crooked play. Yeah,
2: we was afraid he might make it stick against you, Uncle Jeff.
1: Well, now, I don't reckon Brad Bolton's through with me yet. When he gets a bee stuck under his hat, it takes a mighty high wind to blow it out. You may be right, Uncle Jeff. I think it'd be a good idea for Jingles and me to ride out and stay at the Lazy Y for a few days.
2: Yeah, I think so too, Bill, just in case he makes a play.
1: I'll be right proud to have you, Bill. Well, come on. Might as well get started right now. Here they come, boss. Yeah. Hey, Hickok. Looks all fired queer to see a U.S. Marshal being so friendly with one side of a lawsuit. Not when he's in the right, Bolden. And Uncle Jeff's an old friend of mine.
2: Yeah, and mine too, you Henry Polecat. Easy, Jeff. Oh, Donald.
1: come on, boss. You're going to stand here and jaw with him all day? No, I ain't. Well, you promised us we'd bust up that courtroom, and we didn't, so I'm taking this tin horn marshal right now. Bill, look out! <laughs>
0: This is Charlie Lyon and Slim the Singing Cowboy, friends. Say, uh, I heard you ran out of Kellogg's Rice Krispies on your last roundup, Slim. No,
1: and you should have heard the moaning, Charlie. <laughs> I couldn't hardly get them wranglers up in the morning. Yeah, i bet you didn't have any trouble before you ran out. Oh, I'll say we didn't. Them boys just couldn't wait to get to the chuck wagon for breakfast. Guess they like to hear them little Rice Krispies going snap, crackle, and pop. Just a john away in the bowl, telling everybody how fresh and
0: good-tasting they are. Yep, they're the real talking cereal, all right. Oh, you bet they are, Slim, and crisp as the winter air. Say, did you ever try them with berries or bananas? Mm-mm-mm. Oh, sing, Slim, while I dream. Kellogg's
1: Rice Krispies, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. Let's march right up to the table now. Rice Krispies taste the best, and how? snap, crackle, pop.
0: Kellogg's Rice
1: Krispies, Kellogg's Rice
0: Krispies. And if you boys and girls want some fun for breakfast, try these golden good Kellogg's Rice Krispies. They're lots of fun to listen to, and they'll really tickle your taster, too. So tell Mom to get you some Kellogg's Rice Krispies tomorrow and listen to them. Now, let's get back to Wild Bill Hickok. When Wild Bill Hickok and Jingles left the courtroom with their friend, Uncle Jeff Decker, they found Brad Bolton and his cowboys waiting outside. Bolton started an argument, and his ranch foreman Slim made a quick gunplay against Wild Bill.
2: That slowed him down, Bill. All right, the rest of you hotheads, stay right where you
1: are. I got a mighty itchy trigger finger long about now. Keep him covered, Jingles. Yeah. Slim, I'm arresting you right now for disturbing the peace. Get off that horse. You can't do that, Hickok. I'm going to have the pleasure of busting your nose first. Give it to him, Bill. I'll take care of him. I yet, not get you. Oh. Yeah, bust her right now. Oh.
2: There you are, Brad Bolton. That's what happens when you mix with Wild Bill Hickok, see?
1: All right, Bolton, get the rest of your boys out of town. Slim's going back in to face the judge. You ain't through with that, Hickok. No, you either, Jeff Decker. I'm planning to get that lazy wife spread of yours in my own way. Law or no law. Come on. Come on, you red hand
2: Come
1: Well, here we are. Get down and come in, gents. Oh, there, Red Bull. Oh,
2: Joker. Hey, you still got that big feather bed in your back bedroom, Jeff? Sure have, Jingles. Just waiting for you. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Now I know I'm going to enjoy this visit. Right, Bill?
1: You're right, Jingles. That is, unless Bolton stirs up some trouble. Well, you can be counting on that. But what trick you'll think of this time beats me. No, don't make any difference. We'll stop him, yes, sir. Well... Looks like one of the boys picked up the mail in town. Here's a letter from Fred Berry. Who's Fred Berry? A cattle buyer. Ah, says he's headed this way. The letter was written three weeks ago from Hay City. He ought to have been here by now. I hope nothing's happened to him. He's my last chance. Oh, now, don't go talking that way, Uncle Jeff. Things ain't always as bad as they seem. Ah, They are this time. I can't even scrape up enough money to hire hands... Most of my stock's still unbranded. But if I can sell a bunch of my steers to Fred Berry, I just might be able to pull out and hold Bolton off. Will Bolton be selling to the same buyer, Uncle Jeff? I reckon so. Makes it tougher for us. And that's a time when he thinks up his meanness. Well, let him think it up. Just
2: let him. He comes messing around here, he'll find he just walks, snap, dab into a den of lions and tigers. Oh! <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, boy. Oh, oh. oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy, All right, Tim. Cut out about a hundred head from this herd and drive them down to Soda Springs on old Jeff's range. Oh, now, boss, you know Hickok and Jingles rode out to Jeff Decker's ranch with him last night. You're asking for trouble. Yeah, maybe. But I want to see how serious old Jeff's going to take that loco judge's decision. Oh, Jeff don't scare me none, but I ain't got no hankering to go locking horns with wild Bill Hickok. You white livered roadrunner. Maybe you'd rather tangle with me. Brad Bolton ain't no violet, you know. Oh, now, boss, I didn't mean that. And stop bawling like a newborn calf. I got a plan. And if old Jeff Decker gives us any trouble, we'll go to work on him for good. Well, I ain't so sure any plan's going to work on him unless it's a mighty good one. What do you got in mind? You don't need to know nothing. I'll do the thinking around here. But I'll give you an idea. Yeah? What is it? Well, Jeff ain't had enough money to hire hands to brand his stock. That means that most of them cows are unbranded. Now, if they was to get mixed up, how'd the cattle buyer know whose they was? Huh? Oh, yeah. Is the cattle buyer coming? Yeah, any day now. He's already sent out letters. I got mine yesterday. Maybe you got something there at that, Bolton. Reckon you're going to outsmart old Jeff Decker yet, at least once. What? Why, you low-legged saddle tramp. What do you mean by saying I'm going to outsmart him once? Well, nothing, boss. Nothing at all. But fellas in town saying that old Jeff's been getting the best of you most of the time. Oh, that's what they're saying, huh? Well, they'll be singing another tune before I'm through with that old coat. Go on now, round up them steers and drive them down to Soda Springs pronto. Get going. Okay, okay, I'm going. Up, boy, come on, come on. Yeah, hi, hey, hey. hey, Jingles. Hey, partner, wake up.
2: Oh, Susan, don't you cry for me, for... Jingles,
1: me. Jingles, wake up, wake up, we got trouble.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, Bill, good morning, good morning, and go away.
1: Partner, you've got to get up.
2: Oh, Bill, me and this feather bed has got to be the best of friends. I couldn't bear to part from... it.
1: Jingles, Bolton's cows are heading for Soda Springs.
2: Bolton's cows? Why, that ornery sidewinder... What are we waiting on, Bill? My boots. Now, where's my boots? We gotta hurry. On
1: your feet, Jingle. Uh, You must have slept in them.
2: oh Well, then, let's, let's go get that polecat. Come on. Joker! Joker, where are you? Joker!
1: Yeah, that's part of Bolton's herd, all right, Bill. Yeah, got the bar-ass brand on him. Guess this shows Bolton's not paying attention to the law, huh? He's used to making his own law. Can't get out of the habit.
2: Well, that's slim herding those cows, Bill. Must have paid the fine and got out again.
1: Well, fan out and turn his herd. I'll let him off and have a talk with him.
2: Uh, we'll turn him,
1: all right. Oh, get around, you critters! Head for a home! Ha, ha! Ooh, buckshot. Steady boy. I was just about to ask you what you thought you were up to, Slim. I don't figure it's none of your business, Hickok. Now call that empty-headed partner yours away from my herd. You're trespassing against the judge's orders, Slim. Bolton tell you to drive these cows down here? I ain't talking. All right, then head them back for your own range. And tell Bolton from me that he's to keep his stock at home. All right, Hickok. I'm going for now. But you ain't stopping Brad Bolton. nor you either, Jeff Decker. Ah. Uh, Oh, take it easy, Slim. I ain't never asked for trouble from Brad, and I ain't asking for it now. Well, you're gonna get it. And when he gets through with what he's planning, you ain't gonna have nothing left but a pair of shaps.
2: Ah, oh, boy, hit that. Hey. Go on, go on and get it. Next time you come around here, I'm level to tie your ears in a braid.
1: That's enough, Jingles. Well,
2: he had it coming.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, it made him tip Bolden's hand. Looks like Bolton has got something planned, all right. Well, ain't no use staying out here and waiting for it. Might as well go back to the house and be comfortable. These your cows grazing this way, Uncle Jeff? Yep. I'll be over by the springs by tonight. Well, if Bolton tries driving his herd in again, that could lead to a real fancy mix-up. Well, Fred, I'm sure glad you got here.
2: Yeah, Mr. Barry, You're going to buy some Uncle Jeff's cattle, ain't you?
4: I sure am, Jingles. I need plenty of beef, and Uncle Jeff's always had fine stock.
1: You had any dealings with Brad Bolton, Mr. Barry?
4: Sure, he sells to my outfit, and he's a slippery customer to deal with. Fred knows Brad of old, Bill. I sure do. He been
2: giving you any trouble, Jeff? A little, here and there. A little? Why, that ornery polecat's
1: been nothing but trouble. Easy, partner. Well,
2: he has, Bill, and you know
1: it. Now, Jingles, don't go bar in trouble till it's happened. Ain't been a sign of him all day, and so far tonight. Well, maybe we'll get a good night snoozing after all. And Fred can take a look at my stock in the morning. Hold it, Jeff. Maybe you spoke too soon. Huh? Uh, what do you mean by that, Bill? Quiet. Listen... Hey, that sounds like shots. Yeah, but what's that thunder? That's not thunder, partner. That's cattle on the move. That's uh, Bolton's hurting. Bill, they're headed for Soda Spring. That's right, partner. And if we don't head them off, they'll mix with Uncle Jeff's herd. But, Bill, if they do that, Uncle Jeff will be wiped out. We can't let that happen, Jingles. Come on, gents. Get your horses and hit those saddles. We got a private little war on our hands. What is the cookie says to get out of them there sacks and over to the chuck wagon? Boy, he's got a breakfast awaiting for you that'll lift you right into your saddle. First come, first serve. Come on now, you can't lay there all morning. Let's sing, cowpokes. <whistles> Kellogg's Rice Krispies, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. Let's march right up to the table now. Rice Krispies taste the best, and how? Snap, crackle, pop. Kellogg's Rice Krispies, Kellogg's Rice Krispies, Rice Krispies mean more fun and pep, so come on gang, let's get in step, snap, crackle, pop. (laughs) Kellogg's Rice Krispies, Kellogg's Rice Krispies, add milk or cream, that's all you do, then listen to them talk to you, snap, crackle, pop. (laughs) Kellogg's Rice Krispies, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. Say, let me give you a little tip, partner. You know, there ain't no breakfast cereal in this whole wide world that's more fun to eat than Kellogg's Rice Krispies. And that's a straight shot. So all you hands see to it that you get a good supply of them. Tell you what you do have some crisp, golden Kellogg's Rice Krispies for your breakfast manana. Will you do that for me? All right, now, what do you say? Let's get back to Wild Bill Hickok.
0: while Bill Hickok had made sure that the rumbling herd of cattle were bar-ass stock headed for Soda Springs, he called for the rest to hit their saddles. Riding hard, Bill led them across Brad Bolton's trail, just a short distance from the springs.
1: Bill, that herd's stampeding for the water! Yeah, and if they make it, Bolton's gonna be the sorriest rancher you ever saw. He sure is a right in a Jasper. Come on, let's see if we can turn the point of that herd. have a shot. Get out boy. Ah! <laughs> Go, George. <laughs> Get around there, you long-horn snake! Uh, you're wasting your time, Bill. Them critters ain't gonna turn for you or nobody now. Yeah, the lead stir's already got their feet in the water. Now yeah, that doggone hammerhead's starting to pick a fight! Come on, let's go talk to him. Get around there, Bunch. He ain't much on talking, Bill. We'll see. All right, Bolton, post to that 6 and right on up here. whoa! Oh, oh, to you? Maybe not, but I got something to say to you. You made your move against the law, so I'm taking you back to face a judge on a new charge. Against the law? Now, Hickok, what charge you got against me? Driving your herd down across Jeff Decker's range and into a soda spring. That's enough to put you out of circulation for quite a while. Driving? Did you say driving my herd? My marshal, I didn't drive him. They stampeded this way and I rode down and tried to hit them back. I'm sorry they drank up all your water, Uncle Jeff. Holy horny toes. They sure
2: did. Look, bottom of Soda Springs is shining white in the moonlight. Water's all gone.
1: Yeah, Bolton. And I reckon you're going to be sorrier than that when you find out what you've really done. Huh? What do you mean? You hear anything strange, Bolton? Strange? No, I don't hear. Wait a minute. Some of them cows sound sick. And thanks to you, I reckon they are, Brad. What's going on here, Uncle Jeff? I reckon Brad's made almost one mistake too many, Jingles. Yes, Bolton, I'm beginning to think you have too. Hey, what is all this? Jeff Decker, if you pull another one of your dirty tricks on me, I'll make you pay and pay plenty for it. You pull this one on yourself, Bolton. Now, look at your cows now. Uh, Hey,
2: they're moaning and
1: laying down. Look at them. Decker, you poisoned that waterhole. I'll kill you for that. Uh, Thank you, Wild Bill. No, Brad, I didn't poison Soda Springs. Everybody around here knows that's a spring with an alkali bottom. But you've killed my cows. No, they ain't dead, and they ain't going to die. But you've made them mighty sick by letting them stir up the bed of the springs. If you just let them drink a few at a time around the edges, they'd have been all right. Now, here comes Fred Barry. Let's see what he's got to say. What do you make of those cattle, Fred?
4: Looks like they all got alkali sickness, Bill. Be up and around about ten days. Funny thing is, most all of them are bar S cattle. Bolton, figure you lost your head.
2: Then the ones on their feet still grazing are Uncle Jeff's cows, huh, Fred?
4: That's right, Jingles. It's gonna save me a lot of trouble in the morning when I go to round Jeff's cattle up for shipment. Hey, now, Barry, you, you gotta take my cows, too. Sorry, Brad. Can't use sick cattle. Reckon you'll have to keep them. You, you ain't going to buy none of my steers? Nope. can't use them, I tell you. Jeff Decker,
1: you tricked me again. You low-down, slippery cuss, I'm going to get you yet. I had nothing to do with it, Bolton. You just tripped yourself up that time, you smart jack. Reckon that's right, Bolton. And when the judge gets through with you, you're going to have a long time to think it over. Yeah, you big bully. And where you're going, I hope they wake you up
2: every ten minutes and, well, just to tell you what a polecat you are. As for me, I'm going to go back to that big feather bed now, and, well, I ain't going to wake up for ten days on account of I got such a nice, clear conscience.
0: (laughs) And now, here are the stars of Wild Bill Hickok, Guy Madison and Andy Devine. That's our
1: Wild Bill Hickok story for today, folks. Be with us Monday, will you? Yes, sir because we. 'Cause
2: we've got a real action story for you about cattle rustling called
1: Mixed Brand. Meanwhile, Andy and I hope you'll remember to get Kellogg's Rice Krispies. Right, it's the world's only talking cereal. You bet it is. Andy and I think Kellogg's Rice Krispies are great. So long. See you Monday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: name in Serials has brought you another exciting story of Wild Bill Hickok, starring Guy Madison and Andy Devine in person. Today's cast included Fred Howard, Ralph Moody, Frank Gerstle, and Clayton Post. Our director is Paul Pierce, story by Larry Hayes, music by Dick O'Rount. This is a David Heyer production transcribed in Hollywood. Don't forget to listen Monday, same time, same station, when Wild Bill Hickok straightens out some mixed brands. Now, this is Charlie Lyon speaking for Kellogg's Rice Krispies, the world's only talking cereal. Kellogg's Corn Flakes, America's favorite ready-to-eat cereal. And Kellogg's Sugar Corn Pops, the cereal with the sweetening already on it.
3: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application, Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution, non-commercial, share like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright.